This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. President Joe Biden is touting a $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure plan in Wisconsin today. The proposal includes $65 billion for broadband high-speed Internet. Biden says it will make sure high-speed Internet will be available to 35% of rural families who currently go without it. And no farmer here in Wisconsin should lose business because they don't have reliable connection to the Internet, no one to buy, no one to sell, and know what's going on. The proposal also includes $109 billion for roads and bridges and $16 billion for ports and waterways. Watch for tomorrow's AgriPulse newsletter where we'll break down more of that proposal. An agricultural economist expects the Department of Agriculture to adjust acres higher in tomorrow's June acreage report. University of Missouri Extension economist Ben Brown says there will likely be increases in corn and soybean acres. I start to wonder, you know, where are all these acres coming from? The average trade guess from March for corn is up 2.6 million acres. You add then an increase in soybean acres of another 1.3 and 1.4 million acres of um, soybeans, and you sit there and you think, okay, can we really add, you know, a total of 4 million acres of combined corn and soybeans? In March, USDA estimated farmers would plant 91.1 million acres of corn and 87.6 million acres of soybeans. He says wheat acres could be lowered because of the ongoing drought in the West and Northern Plains. USDA will also release quarterly grain stocks. Brown expects corn and soybeans to be the lowest estimates in a few years. What this implies for usage, I'll just I'll stick with the corn side here for just a second. This would imply just over 3.5 billion bushels of corn used in the quarter, which would be our second largest third quarter stocks use, um, only behind 2017 and 2018's marketing year when we had much stronger production for corn and then also lower prices. So I think it is impressive to see how much corn we've used in this third quarter. Now exports have really led the way and we've seen increased ethanol demand um, through the first half of this quarter uh, that have really helped drive that. The June acreage report and quarterly grain stocks report will be released at noon Eastern tomorrow. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Ann Margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at fb.org. The U.S. crop conditions are well below last year's ratings, but stable. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says this is due to rains moving through the heart of the Midwest the last few days. Nationally, 64% of the U.S. corn rated good to excellent. That's down a point from last week. 8% very poor to poor, and that is a two-point increase from June 20th. This is much lower than last year's rating of 73% good to excellent. He says soybean conditions have held steady, too. Just like last week, 60% rated good to excellent, 9% very poor to poor, but that places this year's crop well below what we were seeing this time a year ago when we were at 71% good to excellent and just 5% very poor to poor. About 14% of soybeans are blooming ahead of the five-year average of 11%. 4% of the U.S. corn crop is silking compared to the five-year average of 6%. You'll pay a little less than last year for cookout foods this 4th of July. 
The American Farm Bureau Federation says the average cost of a summer cookout remains affordable at less than $6 per person or $59.50 for a total of 10 people. This includes cheeseburgers, pork chops, chicken breasts, homemade potato salad, strawberries, and ice cream. The cost for the cookout is down 16 cents or less than 1% from last year, but 8% higher compared to 2019. There still is time to register for the AgriPulse Food and Ag Policy Summit West coming up July 12th in Sacramento, California. It's no secret that state is an agricultural powerhouse with the ability to grow over 400 different commodities valued at more than $50 billion. But with droughts, water restraints, labor shortages, wildfires, and one of the most complex regulatory systems in the country, how can the nation's top agricultural producer remain competitive? Register at agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.